0: Welcome to the Recruitment Rollercoaster podcast. My name is Hisham Mazouz and this is the show where I bring to life the true failures, the true successes and the true learnings from recruiters and recruitment business owners. My mission is for this podcast to become the place for recruiters to learn from others and to give a real insight into what it's like to work in the industry. So those considering a career in recruitment know exactly what they're getting into. The Recruitment Rollercoaster Podcast. My name is Hisha Azuz and today I'm uh, finally joined by the CEO and founder of Focus Cloud and that is Mr. Lloyd Gordon. Thank you for joining me, Lloyd.
1: Thank you very much for asking me, Hisham.
0: You're welcome. I'm. Uh, I'm really glad to finally get this. It's, it's been in. Uh, we have had to push it back a few times, have not we?
1: We have. Yeah. It's been what four four months in the making. Yeah.
0: yeah. Four months in the making of uh, me pestering you, mate. But we're here. Yep. Yeah. I'm excited. So, um, look, as I was saying, where I always always like to start is um, how the story as to, to how you got into to the world of recruitment. How did uh, how did that come about?
1: Um. So, so how far would you like me to go back? Because it goes, it goes relatively far. It all kind of leads into itself.
0: Yeah, let's do, let's go.
1: Yeah, the first like your first job in recruitment, like how did? <clears throat> okay, so my first job in recruitment was um, was a um, an industrial recruitment company. Yeah, it didn't it didn't last very long. I I left and went to uh, Mansell Recruitment Group. But I'm going to say that my first real recruitment job. Was that Mansell recruitment? Group okay, cool. Because that was that was the one that was that was serious. Yeah. Um. So yeah, basically, what happened was I I'm going to go back to an industrial. Go for <laughs> it. Go for uh, it. I, I made a sales call. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I said to my boss at the time who we we were placing arms and legs people, you know. Yeah. And um and and I said to him, I don't really want to place arms and legs people. I don't. I wanna I wanna be interested in the candidate, I wanna be yeah, interested yeah. in what they're saying and, and these people, they're very nice people. You know, they're very nice people and we placed a lot of them but for me it it, it wasn't interesting me. Mm. So I wanna do something different and he said, Okay, well why don't you um why why don't you start up your own little thing? Why don't you start up your own little sector? So I, I got out with no recruitment training,
0: right? <laughs> so
1: I got out um, the um, the paper, the local paper, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I started calling the the adverts. Nice, and uh, and I went through, did my sales pitch. I actually, uh, actually made a placement as well. I actually made my first permanent placement was with a with a business called Ventaxia, which was based down in uh, the Crawley area, the Gatwick area. Yeah, and and I picked that role up from that advert. Really, and I placed the first person it was a warehouse person. Love that, because um, <clears throat> I just did everything, you know, you know yeah. whatever I picked up, and um, and one of those sales calls also was um, was it it was some sort of technical engineering position. I don't know, okay. but I saw it and I thought, oh, that looks cool. Yeah. So I called the company, um, asked for the person, uh, went through to the uh, the guy, and uh, did my sales pitch, which was totally off the cuff. Yeah, and he and he went quiet, and he went, oh, I like your style. But do you know? Um, do you know that we're a recruitment company? Oh. I was like, no, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know you was a recruitment company. But I can, I can still help you fill this vacancy because, <laughs> at the time I knew nothing about recruitment. So Love why, that. why wouldn't you use yeah, another yeah, recruitment yeah, course, company course. to to fill your vacancy? Yeah, yeah. And he said, no, no, we don't need any help. <laughs> um, but um, but I like your style, and when you get cheesed off with with doing what you're doing, which you will. Um, why don't you come and see me? Give me a shout. Nice. And, um, and literally, I think it was, it was literally a couple of weeks later. Yeah, it yeah. may have even have been the following week. And, um, and, I, and I went in to see him. I was, doing something, I was doing something personal on that day, actually, because on my interview for Mansell Recruitment Group, I was wearing jeans and T-shirt. And when I was, uh, what, 20, 21 years old, I used to have a double hoop in my left ear. And I turned up. <laughs> At Mansell Recruitment Group because I was just popping in. It wasn't yeah, supposed yeah, to be yeah, the yeah. interview. Yeah, yeah. It was. I'm interested in the vacancy. I spoke to this guy and he said, "Come in." Yeah. yeah. And so I just went in. there. Just rocked up um, in a t-shirt and jeans yeah. with my double hoop earrings. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> Gave <laughs> him the real noise, ta- mate. You are taking me back. You <laughs> are really taking me back. Um, and I walked in there and I said, I said what I said, and they said, "Okay, great. We can we can bring your team leader out." Um, that was a gentleman called Steve Reed, uh, lovely guy, lovely guy he was, um, and he interviewed me there and then, and they offered me the job there and then. Nice. And he said, "I want this guy in my team." Really. And before I knew it, I was, <coughs> you know, I was a trainee at Mansell Recruitment Group. That's cool. I like and that. uh, yeah, so how how
0: how long was it? How how long how long did you give yourself before you were like, you know what, I'm working. Working my arse off to get hold of these people, and then when I do, like it's it's, it's not that invigorating. It's it's, it's not interesting me as much as I'd like to. Like, how long did you get? Because I can, a lot of people probably go through that, don't they? That they end up in a recruitment business, and then they give it, I don't know, three, four, five months, and they're like, I don't quite like this sector. Like, how long did you give it?
1: You know, I, that that industrial recruitment company was the first recruitment job for me. Yeah. Um, and I'd come out of a direct sales position before, so I knew how to sell. I was yeah, good yeah, at yeah. selling. <clears throat> and and I just wanted something that, I just wanted something that was going to interest me, yeah. and industrial recruitment did not interest yeah, me, yeah. yeah. And, and then what I was doing, it was by chance, I wasn't even planning to leave them. Was you know, it was by chance that I picked the phone up and, and, and spoke to this guy, which was Steve Mantle. He he's the owner, and yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and, um, and he said to me, "We're a recruitment company. Why don't you come see me?" Yeah, in so many words. So it was potluck. Because yeah. I wasn't looking to leave. I wasn't looking to leave that first company. I would just started. Yeah. Um, but I just knew that, that they were an industrial recruitment company and I did not want to be an industrial recruiter. Long term. Yeah. You know? That's fair enough.
0: Um, did you have um, any perception of recruitment then before? So, so sorry,
1: Hisham. just to answer your question, how long do you give, because I know this is quite important yeah, for other yeah, people, yeah. right? So how long do you give <coughs> um, yourself to settle into a sector I think that you I think that uh, my advice would be that you need to have a vested interest in the sector that you're working in. Yeah. So, um, you know, for example, if you if you've done a, a sports degree, um perhaps uh some sort of fitness yeah, recruitment yeah. would be good for you um because you you generally got uh, an interest in that. Yeah. Um I think that it depends on how it also depends on how self-motivated you are. So, if you are self motivated and you wanna be in an environment where you're competing against very, very good people, then pick a sector where you are competing against very, very okay. good people. If you're not that way where yes. you just kind of like to do recruitment yeah. and people are successful doing that as well. Yeah. Then pick a sector where you're not gonna be, be going into the uh, the lines then. Yeah. You know? Don't That's go true, actually lines. Go if you're um <clears throat> you know, if you're like quite a timid person but you're good you know, you're good with people, but you're a timid person and you don't particularly care whether you come top or you're in the yeah. top five. Don't go and work for an IT recruitment company.
0: Because it's so good. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they are That's good advice.
1: They are that's how they're built. They're they wanna be the best. They wanna they want everyone, they pay you based on what you do. You mm. know perhaps you should look at something where they get paid team commissions. Mm. you know so you work as a team and yeah, you know, everyone's yeah, yeah. all happy and stuff so that would be my advice yeah no no
0: I like that and I think um, yeah I think I think having a a personal interest does definitely helps doesn't it because I think in in recruitment you can feel like you're banging your head against the wall and if you finally get through and if that's a a conversation or if that's you get a meeting and it happens and then you don't quite enjoy it that becomes a, even more tougher the, yeah. the, the whole job um. so yeah so did you have a perception of recruitment then before you got into it
1: as a salesperson no. really no, no not at all how was it sold to you out of interest it was sold to me as you should do recruitment and and at the time I wasn't doing recruitment I was doing direct sales and I was <coughs> I was working extremely long hours not that I'm adverse to that but extremely uh, difficult hours to actually function in a life so <laughs> I used to <coughs> I used to do my first pitch um and my first pitches would start at 10 a.m. in the morning. And they wouldn't finish until, say, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, possibly 2. Yeah. And then I used to go back to the office and wait for the leads to come in. And then perhaps I would have a lead to go to at 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock at night. Wow. And then I wouldn't finish until 12. And you can't really have a personal life yeah, if, you're, yeah, yeah. if you're working like that. So, um, <clears throat> So that's why... I Was a bit open to okay, so recruitment's a nine to five, okay, cool. Um, it wasn't a nine to five, the <laughs> one. it was like a 5 a.m. pick up the guys in the minibus and then work, you know, drop them off to the plants where they were working and um, and then leave work at five, yeah, you know, that was what that job was, yeah. <laughs> Whereas, um, you know, my first real job in in recruitment was. It was a nine till five. It was a night It was literally a nine till five thirty. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, which so that was a big driver for you then to have get get a
1: bit more work life balance. Not really, not not really. But I didn't want to work inconvenient hours. Really, I didn't want to yeah. be coming out of someone's house that I didn't know from working, trying to sell them this product, which yeah. I was doing. I was selling windows. Um, oh at, that? At, yeah yeah Oof. i was selling windows and coming out of people's houses at half 12 at night you yeah know? it was just ridiculous down. yeah it's just ridiculous
0: fair enough then um
1: how how do you now sell recruitment to people um so when i'm so what do you mean when i'm talking so, to yeah a trainee, so, so when you're when you're
0: to, so when you're talking to people about joining your business right and normally a lot of business owners look at people without experience and I'm sure you've spoken to people who don't have recruitment experience for your yes. business, right? So the reason I'm interested in that is because that that was a that was one of the main reasons why I started this. Because my friend sold it to me that I was going to earn six figures, um, I was I was going to get to go to Mexico or Ibiza, yeah, maybe a big biller's lunch, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Got
1: to be a big biller.
0: <laughs> so like it's it's all about the the uh, the high tons, right? It's all about the 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 good the good stuff. So. I'm mean, always interested in as where where people go with it Do people go down the you generally have the real opportunity to impact people's lives and and ch- and help grow businesses and all that. So um how do you now sort of talk about recruitment and what the opportunity is to to potential hires?
1: Well, when I'm when I'm hiring trainees um you know um for for Focus Cloud and we've got some we've got some extremely um extremely successful people that have come in as trainees and yep. you know, actually our, our, our second top biller at Focus Cloud we brought in as a trainee. Yeah, nice. Um so training from scratch and he's he's great. Um how I would how I would sell um recruitment to someone I d I don't quite know how I would sell recruitment, but I know how to sell Focus Cloud. Oh, okay. Um which obviously is recruitment. Yeah. Um I would say that um you need to work out what's important to you. Yeah, 100%. So, first of all, tell me what your drivers are. Yeah. Why do you want to do this? And if they say money, there will be a point, if you are good at this job, there will be a point where that isn't going to be enough. Yeah, 100%. So, you know...
0: Do you want people to tell you as a business owner they want money? Like, does that get you excited about... Because a lot of people
1: think they need to say that, don't they? They do, yeah. Like, you know, you sit in an interview... And you say, okay, tell them what money what what motivates you, and they say your money motivates me. Well, yeah, okay, that's that's great. Yeah. But what else motivates you? Yeah. Because money will not make you a top biller. If yeah. you're mo if you're motivated by money, it, you will not be a top, 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 top biller. Why is that? Um because there is always an amount of money that's enough. Yeah. You know, like <clears throat> there is always gonna be um, you know, Someone's money motivated. They've they've just come out of university, for example. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so therefore, they're they're not used to earning big bucks. Well, thirty k is big bucks to them. Yeah. Yeah. So so once you earn thirty k, does your motivation go? Because now you've got money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So it has to be something. It has to be something else bigger than that. Apart from money. Yeah. And money has to be if you're going to be successful in recruitment, money has to be second or third or beyond. In your motivations it cannot be first if it's first more than likely you might struggle at some point yeah. your motivations will change or you're going to struggle yeah yeah okay so what what do you talk
0: about then so um yeah so you know how to sell focus cloud which is recruitment like so you've asked them what you're motivated by that's important for you to <coughs> understand that right and I, yeah. I get that because at the end of the day if if there's a, you know how many bad days you can have in recruitment, and if you're motivated by by money, sometimes it, it can be really tough, right? So if you haven't got any any other motive besides money on those really bad days, like you're going to be thinking about quitting, and and you need to get through that. And if you haven't, if you're not thinking about, I'm in this because I want to provide this for my family, or I'm in this because me and my girlfriend are, are saving for this, or or whatever it is. It can it, it can get really dark quite quick, can it? And then it, it it, and that that you need that
1: bigger why to, to get you through that. The why, the why, the, the why is the most important thing. Yeah. And the answer to your why is 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 critical mm. in in your success in mm. recruitment. Um, you know, go, going back to it, you know, money. If you want money, go and work at Sainsbury's. Uh, mm. Do nights at Sainsbury's because yeah. you earn good money doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So, the why. I mean, I th- I think that. You'll, you'll, normally, you'll normally find, and certainly for me, it has been never about money. Yes, I have my ultimate goals and things like that. And yes, throughout my career, yes, I've wanted to earn money. But quite honestly, I, c- I can't ever tell you. I can't tell you one point in my whole recruitment career where <clears throat> I thought to myself, I'm doing this for money yeah. because I've always earned very good money in recruitment. So, for me, it's all always been about um, providing the best service, and for it, it's you know, it's about being number one for me. Yeah. yeah. Or it, it was, you know, now it's about making Focus Cloud number one. Yeah, yeah. So, but from a personal point of view, it's about it was about being number one, and it was about it was about my customers knowing that I'm giving them a fantastic service, and when your customer. Uh, goes out of their way to say to you which they don't have to do mm. um it's a tr- it's a transaction right there yeah, you know yeah. recruitment is a transaction you have a product and you sell that it sounds awful but it, it's true if you you sell your product which is your candidate and then your customer buys your candidate from you yeah. on, on perm right sure. um but it's got to be more than that it's got to be like you you in order to in order to be successful at recruitment, you've gotta be willing to do this for free. Okay. For free. Yeah, yeah. I sent a candidate yeah. and I kid you not, I kid you not. <laughs> yeah, go on. Just this morning. Yeah. Just this morning, and I am actually going to open my phone up because we are we are on a we are on a live podcast, and I know that the, you know no, Hisham's a, glo- a global guy, right? So um, I'm going to open up, and I'm going to show him <clears throat> this, so show you me, know I am yeah, not yeah, yeah. full of yeah, that's fine, doggy doodas, right? That's fine, mate. Please do not mention the client. No, no, please of do not mention not. Why the would candidate. I? Why would I? <laughs> <laughs> but. So you have, to, you have to, in order to be successful and to be, to be great in recruitment, you have to do this, you have to be willing to do this job for, for nothing, yeah. okay? Okay. Here is a... Where is it? Come on. Yeah, it's here, it's here. Don't worry. I know I sent it. Okay, here we go. Okay. Okay. So here is a perfect example of doing something for your customer that is not going to end up with any fees. So I have a candidate. I like the candidate, fantastic candidate. I know that the client's got a vacancy. I know they have because they've told me, but they've told me that they're doing it internal at the moment. And I want to help the customer, okay? Because that's my job, to help the customer. My job is to help the candidate. Love that. That's class. So I sent the CV yesterday. Yeah. The original CV with the terms and everything like that. And then the client come back and said, we've got this process going internally. At the moment, and we are going to look at the candidates internally? Well, most recruiters who don't really care about how the customers feel about them yeah. would say, okay, fine, I'm going to wait until that process is over. Yeah, of course. But I care about this candidate, and I care about this client. So does it really matter if I get paid for it? It doesn't. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Because
1: you, 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 don't, do, you don't do this job for money. You don't. Mm. You do this job well, and you get paid loads of money. Trust me, you do. Yeah, yeah, you get yeah. paid lots and lots, and no, lots of money. No, I absolutely
0: love that, mate. And I think, um, <coughs> as I said to you before we started this, one of the things that I loved about you and meeting you and, and talking to you was, was your mindset, right? And I think that that's, that's that long-term mindset, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. you're willing to do those things because you know long-term that karma comes back around, right? And, of course. Yeah, and, and that, that's what you're saying really is that you can't, especially early on or just in recruitment in general, if you're always thinking of what can I get out of this, you're only going to get so far. Yeah. Right? And um, So I'm sure you've come across other successful billers. Is that a common theme that you see these big billers have, that that long-term mindset and that willingness to, to do it for free or that willingness to really offer that high level of service and always focus on that as opposed to, the the margins
1: and and the fees and all that. I don't think it's common, no. Okay. No, I don't think it's common. But I think I think I think that the I think that the <coughs> there's obviously levels you get in recruitment. You get you know your below average recruiters and they they will give you a return of X. Yeah. As a company, right? Um, and then you have your average, and you have above average, and yeah. good, and then very good, and then extremely good, and then. At the top, you've got the zero point one percent of people mm. who perhaps might do seven figures, and there's not many. Yeah. There's not many who's ever done over a million pounds. Yeah, um, but those people are driven by different things to the other ones. Yeah, um, and I'm not saying those people are willing to do things like you've just seen. Yeah, uh, in fact, probably very the opposite. You know, they they. These guys, the the ones that I've done, the ones that I've actually met, <clears throat> that have done seven figures, are people who absolutely want to get paid. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah. yeah for what of course, they you're going to get people like that. Well. But it's not only that. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they want their customer to know that do you know what, I'm here. If you need me, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You know, and to to do to do seven figures to be the 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 zero point one percent that's in this market, they do exist um you 've got to be doing it for something different whereas whereas the good ones and the average ones you know they 're probably doing it for money yeah um you know and they're, and they're they 're making a really good living out of it yeah you know um but then that goes down to the motivations. Where where do you want to be? So do you want to be up there, or are you okay being yeah. in the middle?
0: Yeah, it kind of down to what your expectations, <coughs> the standards of yourself are, and what your expectations yeah. of yourself are.
1: I remember, How- um, I remember, a few, I remember a few years ago, like, um, managed to penetrate a customer. And
0: yeah. um, <laughs> uh, no, the customer
1: Work with new no, business, I yeah? managed to penetrate a customer it was a gentleman actually. He was uh, he was a Liverpool fan. Yeah. We got on really, really well. Yeah. Uh Peter Reese was his name. Yeah. Lovely guy. And um the first placement I made, he he was struggling to get me on the PSL. So the way that I bypassed the PSL was to say to him, Look, you cannot find these people through another agent. Okay, I have the person here and he said, um, we 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 relationships is key in recruitment. So yeah. if you can't connect with people and you can't make synergy with people, then then it probably yeah. it probably isn't going to happen. So we got to this stage of of talking about how much money I was going to charge him for this particular gentleman, yeah. and the charge rate that he gave me, I had no margin. <laughs> I had no margin. Yeah. But he said, if you do this, I'll get you on the PSL. uh uh-huh. right. So a number of recruiters would have said, nah, you know what? I can't do that for £10 a day. Because yeah, yeah. normally, you know, you're in the Oracle market, you're running at about, you know, 120 to, to 180, probably 200 pounds a day margin. Yeah. Um, you need to achieve at least 15%. And this was 10, this was 10 pounds. Yeah. It was, I, you know, I'm a decent quite, I'm quite, I'm quite lucky. I held, I held the, I held the record at my previous company. I held the record for the highest percentage of contract placement. Okay. I hold the the record for the highest permanent placement, and I also hold the record for the lowest as well. <laughs> that's interesting. Um, so all records, and <laughs> this and this uh, this one was about two percent margin. But you know what? As a result of that, of getting that one to. guy in, it, it led to six deals. It led to six placements. Go. So that's that comes back to that long term mindset, again, isn't of it? Of course. So if you're if you you haven't got the mindset that actually I need to I need to do this to help the customer. Mm. Then don't expect the how, customer to help you. Have in. you always been like that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so.
0: Because how can people tap into that? Because early on in your career that it can be difficult to have that mindset right. And I think for me thinking back, I I naturally had that, I think, just through the stuff that I was reading and I just what I really instilled in myself was that i um, I was early twenties in recruitment and like I, I have a long life ahead of me. Like I was I really tried to instill patience with myself because I think even more so in today's world, right early twenties mid twenties, like the expectations of where you should be and what you should be doing are a lot higher, right? You can see everyone what they're doing, posting online saying yeah i'm I'm earning this money, I've got this nice car, whatever, so I think that like how how can you tap into that because that can help a lot of people go further and be more successful um if they can tap into that longer term mindset which I think more people should have.
1: But I don't know if anyone can tap into it. Do you, do you know what I mean? It's, um, it's the, the long-term mindset is just winning, mm. right? So you can't wait to win. Mm. You, you have to win now. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what the result is in – sometimes it doesn't matter what the result is in, in, in earnings yeah. as long as you won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so, you come back been to being uh, number one? You want to be number
1: one? Yeah, I just want to be number one. I just want to, f- I want to, f- I want to help you. I want to help your customer. You need to be able to help your customer for nothing if you need to. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not promoting, you know, Focus Cloud. We don't do nothing for nothing. Yeah. yeah unless yeah. we have to, unless it's a good thing to do, like yeah. what you've just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you, no one expects you to do it, so it's not like everyone's going to ask you every day. oh, do You know what? Can you do this for nothing? Yeah, yeah. And no, of course it's not. It's a bit like pro bono, right? Yeah, you get you get lawyers who do things for people who who sometimes may need it. Mm. But I bet you any money, any lawyer who's ever done a pro bono case for a company after, I bet they win the business after. Yeah, exactly, because they've they've given they've given that customer help when they yeah. need. it. I think. I think what
0: I really like about approaching it that way as well is that going through that process and doing it for free or having a really low margin, at that time you may think, what am I doing? Am I just pulling my pants down here? Am I just being vulnerable? Am I just being weak? But really, it actually, it's the opposite, isn't it? It really shows that actually no, <laughs> like this person's real, they're really serious about what they do and it actually gives you a serious competitive advantage because how, how many
1: people are going to do that? How many people will be willing I, to do that? Not many. That's not, what I mean. No, none of them. I, I you know, I've never say I've never really come across anyone that mm. would that would do that. Um and like I say, I don't promote it. Mm. But when you need to do it, it's, it just do something because you are not because you're getting paid for it. Yeah. Just do it because that's the right thing to do.
0: Do the right thing. I've heard that so many times now, man. it, it is so true. Um cool. So few questions then, mate. Yeah. Um so have you, have you always billed? Have you been, so have you, was you ever a billing manager? Obviously now you run your own business, right? So have you, have you continued to bill whilst being, I don't know if you was a manager at one point before you started Focus Cloud. And, um, when you, obviously you're now at Focus Cloud, you're still billing, right? Yeah. Was you ever a billing manager or? Yeah.
1: That- yeah, yeah. I used in my, my, my previous job, I got right up to sales director and I was, oh, a, okay. I was a, um, <clears throat> I was, um, uh, a small shareholder of that business as okay, well okay. so so I had responsibility for the whole team but the structure of the business and and thank god it didn't um the structure of the business did not allow me to to be a non-billing manager okay so I had to bill okay cool let's let's break that down a bit because i know now being in the
0: world that i'm in that can be one of the most difficult jobs in in the industry Having to continue to bill and having to manage and, and progress your people. Yeah. So, how many people did you manage? What
1: was the, the biggest amount of people that you managed at one point? Um, I think I think the team, the team that I was managing, and it was and it was very kind of bird's eye managing because because okay. when you're a, when you're a billing manager or a, or a sales director, as I was, basically a billing manager. Um, if if you have a big target too, which I had, yeah, then there's only cert- there's only a certain amount of time that you can spend with Give your guys. Other people, yeah. And and when you've got effectively the whole company's billings on your shoulders, yeah. um, you know, you, you you have to decide how much time you spend yeah. with people. Um it's the wrong structure. It's the wrong structure to have. Um, you know, at, at Focus Cloud we have a non billing manager. Yeah. he doesn't have a target makes sense um and his job um is is purely to develop people and to train people and to mentor people and he is he's a very very good biller you know he's he's been with us over a year now um in his first year he was a biller mm. had fantastic results yeah. um but he's a manager um i pinpointed him as a manager because um when you make that transition in your recruitment career you have to normally what you get is you get oh yeah the the biggest the biggest biller let's make him the manager you know and that's yeah, normally yeah, yeah. what happens in recruitment actually that doesn't work because the biggest biller is motivated by something different than seeing other people develop yeah for sure um they they're motivated by by winning they're motivated by being the best mm. and um they don't necessarily uh make the best managers yeah. and I, and I didn't I I, I didn't did I did not uh, make the best manager in my last role the st- the structure that I had to earn money for myself plus um plus the um the pressure of the company 's billings pretty much being mainly on my shoulders meant that i couldn 't develop as a manager really so yeah, yeah, yeah. I became more of a leader like so i was I was the guy that everyone looked you know, up looked to. up to and 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 listened to and things like that, but you would very rarely see me sitting at a desk. Um, you know, I did it, yeah, yeah but yeah, not as much as I probably should have. Yeah, um, they could have um, they could have changed my structure and said, "Okay, you got no, you got no no target." Um, wasn't the right time for me to do that. Yeah. If I'm honest, um,
0: any any advice for people to <coughs> for people to like deal with that because it's hard, isn't it? Because like, if you're in a company where they don't change the structure or like, any, any advice that. You could give someone who's a billing manager at the moment who who is finding it difficult, or anything that you had to. Would you recommend people just become the
1: leader? Then I don't know because it's that's a difficult period, isn't it? It can be quite a difficult is. period. Yeah, it's a really it's a really difficult period, and it's some it's a massive transition from actually being a hands-on biller to becoming um, a team leader and yeah. still having a target. Yeah. Um. So so those those people who. Who have managed to transition themselves to actually managing a team, still maintaining their billings, pot- potentially twenty five percent less, yeah. but getting a team up and running around them yeah. are are priceless people. Yeah, hundred you know, percent. They really are. Yeah. and they don't they don't get enough um, they don't get enough credit mm. um, because perhaps they're not the number one person. But um, you know, certainly when I look back years and years, I I always it depends how you're treated as well. Yeah, yeah. It depends a lot how you're treated. So, <clears throat> you know, if you are the top bidder in an organization and you're getting all this kudos and all this love and stuff like that, which, you know, make no bones about it is lovely. Yeah. You get all the flexibility yeah. and because they know that you're going to deliver. Mm. Um, But um, it doesn't help you to, it doesn't necessarily help you to make that transition if the company doesn't give the same amount of kudos to the people that are managing those people. Mm. So, if you've got a team of five guys and five guys have hit the target and you've got a team leader, do you know what? In my opinion, it's the team leader that has helped those guys yeah, to hit yeah. their target. But you get, you know, out of a team of five, for example, you're going to have a couple that have just hit their target. You know, they've just scraped mm. their target. Then you're going to have another two that have, you know, gone 125% and you might have one. Who has done perhaps 175 percent of his target or her target, yeah. or 200 percent, and that person usually gets all the kudos. Yeah, and that's not that's not right because the manager has helped them yeah. to get
0: there. So you say communicate upwards then is is something think that so. people could benefit from.
1: I think I think the communication downwards mm. is the, is is very important. Mm. I think the 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 owner or the CEO needs to to look down and and say. How has this happened in my business, mm. and and appreciate the people that are support, even back office. Mm. You know, like even back office, we as recruiters cannot do our job if we don't have a team to pay our contractors, <laughs> to pay our consultants, <laughs> yeah, to pay yeah, yeah. to 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 do our HR, to do um you know I have a I have a PA yeah um you know it it it, it all helps yeah so yeah, yeah. do you know what that one person who's Smash their target. They smashed their target because they have a support Everything team around else. them as yeah, well.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I love yeah. that. Um So let, let let's break down um so as we were speaking before, like in terms of your track record of, of being a successful biller, right? You've maintained that um safe to say, million pound biller. Yep. Big boy biller. You said not many people do that. I think what people are always interested in, which I know I have a challenge with even even now, is like <clears throat> how do you how do you structure your day like what what's the recipe to, to get you to a million pound biller right so how firstly how do you structure your what does your day look like um, I know now it might be a bit different but if you, let's say that you're someone that you don't have to worry about running a business yeah. when you was a million pound biller and you was employed yeah. what did your day look like what was your structure
1: so, so organisation is quite key yeah um, if you don't organise your day then you can you can be on the train home or in a car home or something like that and go, oh, no, I meant to call that person. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, damn it, you know. So I would say that organisation's absolutely key. Okay. In that. And don't forget to do something. Yeah, yeah. You know, use so if you system. say you're going to do something, do it. Yeah, use yeah. a system. So if you've got a CRM, you make sure you use the, the functionality of as the CRM to help you to organise your time. Yeah, And um, I think the most important thing for someone to be successful or what I did to be successful anyway um, is I only worked on stuff that I knew I worked on customers that I knew bought into me yeah that's Um, solid advice you learned that hard early on didn't you you do like if you've got if you've got a customer that you're leaving a message for and you're genuinely helping this customer, so yeah. it depends if you're good, right? Yeah, so yeah. if you're a good recruiter, <laughs> and we all know whether we're good or yeah, we're yeah. not so great, right? So if you are a good recruiter, you do not have to spend your time leaving messages and chasing people who aren't interested in talking to you. Yeah. You know, like there will become a, there is a point where you have, you know, a set of customers that you're on WhatsApp with. You know, yeah. Like you can WhatsApp your client because he's in there in a meeting, and they can't take your call, mm. so you know what those are the ones that they they deserve your time, yeah. yeah. The guy that does not return, return your calls, your calls yeah. and this and that, and always in the meeting when you call, which we both know they're not yeah. um they're not worth your time because you know yeah. what you gotta as a recruiter, you respect yourself like i always <coughs> I would say at focus. The first thing that we focus on—no pun intended—there yeah. will be a couple of days. <laughs> I'm here all week. <laughs> yeah. um, the first thing that we focus on when we break someone down, yeah, you know, so you have got a recruiter. I've got a recruiter in front of me, or or a sales manager got yeah. a recruiter. Um, the most important thing is not to go. Okay, so what are you talking about on the phone? What are you saying on the phone? That's not important. Okay, right. That's second. Okay, right. The most important thing is your mindset. Yeah. So, are you, do you think that you are the best person for this person to be speaking to? I love that. See, so I struggled out at the beginning. Yeah. I mean, that is that is how that really changed. That was when things really changed and when got, you, yeah. you know, like, my best ever month was 159 grand. Yeah. 159 grand. You can imagine the commissions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was ridiculous. And it was contract. So, every single every single month was yeah. the same. That was my best ever. Yeah. And I truly believed that I was the best person in the market for that client to talk to. Yeah. And if you didn't want to talk to me, if you don't want to give me your time, that's okay. But you are dealing with someone else who is an inferior consultant. <laughs> yeah. That's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, but because I can help you. Yeah. Um, and they might be able to help you. I can just help you better.
0: Yeah. So when you had that mindset shift, that changed a lot. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. <clears> when I thing- started BD and trying to build build my desk, I put the client on a pedestal. Like hundred percent, and when you do that, you feel inferior. And if you're a recruiter, and you feel inferior to the people you're speaking to, and you don't think that you're
1: worth their time, and that 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 has an impact, and and not in a good way. Your tone, your tone with clients as well. Mm. Like, um, you know, some of my best friends. You know, when I got married, um, my my clients were at my wedding. Um, Some of my best friends are are clients, ex clients, current clients. You know your your clients when when you get recruiters who think that your client wants you to say Mister, or um, I wonder if you have any time yeah. or whatever. Your client doesn't want that. No, no. What no. your client wants, if you think about this, we are. What happens when a business goes under? So so any company in the world, <clears throat> when they're in trouble, they're in financial trouble. They call in who? They call in a consultant. Yeah. Right. So the consultant comes in and they're supposed to solve their problems, yeah. aren't they? And they listen to them, right? Yeah. So it's the same with recruitment. Um, the client has a problem. I need this person or I need this person on the project or this has happened or that's happened. They have a resourcing problem. Yeah. And they want a consultant to solve their problem the same way as they do when a company goes under yeah. or whatever it is. So when a, when a recruiter talks to a client as though the client – the client they owe the client a favor that is when the client loses interest yeah, yeah, yeah. um the client wants you to consult them because you are a yeah, recruitment yeah. consultant No,
0: i love that it's, it's so important <coughs> so but what did your day look like though so what, what did you do when you first got in like i know you're an early bird but like break down your day because i think that can help a lot of people so what yeah. did you do in the first couple of hours
1: so e- emails um yeah you know so uh, emails, most important thing. Do do your emails and your admin when you're not when you're not supposed to be on the phone. Yeah. So perhaps when you're on the way to work, yeah. check your emails so you're not you're not wasting time when you get to your desk. Yeah. Um. Perhaps when you're on the toilet, <laughs> 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 when you're on the toilet, so whenever you can. you should have your phone with you. Yeah. Because then you can save some time by looking at your emails whilst you've got whilst you're doing something that. that you have to do
0: to so get your, your admin emails done early, early yeah. as possible. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and and also, um, so you asked me what I did with my time, right? Yeah. So, so my emails were first, yeah. and then I'd have my 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 leads, my okay. leads list. So I'd chase up my leads, um, well, like candidates and, and clients, or yeah, yeah, candidates and clients, yeah. Um, and then and then in the afternoon, I'd be I'd be talking to other um, clients and arranging interviews and things like that. But I'd always be looking for that opportunity to the 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 lead gen never stops yeah, yeah you know the the referrals never stop yeah it's not it's not a period in in the day where you say okay now I'm gonna get referrals or now I'm gonna do this the whole thing happens all the time so you've always got so, to be on that yeah it happens all the time yeah um I think it could be a mistake for someone to segregate some time just to do a certain, a certain thing. thing really should be doing it all
0: the time should so not do like BD power hour and all that or yeah like- yeah
1: I do, you know I you I used to do that yeah um but, but when I started Focus, power hours was all day. Yeah, 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 You know, what difference does it make if it's 10 o'clock in the morning? It, it's 5 o'clock now, and the client's answered his phone, so I'm going to do my pitch, yeah. and we're going to do business. Yeah. You know? So it should be all the time. Yeah. And, and even on the weekends. Hey! <laughs> so, the, you know, if someone's not available, um, Monday to Friday – Give the guy, you know, give the guy a call on the weekend <laughs> oh, because he's controversial, he that mate. Yeah, you know what? The, you know, you, again, I can help you.
0: I'm, I'm <laughs> a consultant,
1: so yeah. it's in your no, best. In, it. it is in your best interest. You have to have that mindset anyway. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, in reality, that doesn't happen very often. You know, yeah. on the weekends when you do a, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. a cold call, or whatever. But but you have to believe that no matter when that person takes your call. You are benefiting them. You
0: are benefiting them. Yeah. I if, think I that's gonna so you, if I was going to
1: give you, if I was going to give you a million pounds, and I was going to come around your house and give you a million pounds in cash, but I wanted to call you at three a.m. on a Saturday morning, you take my call. Yeah. I'm so because I'm, I'm helping you, right? Yeah. So why don't you answer my call because I can help you in your resourcing needs? Yeah. I'm yeah. not saying it's three a.m. in the morning, <laughs> but you get you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It yeah, shouldn't yeah. matter when. Yeah, it's. yeah. So before before we
0: wrap up, mate, I think just to add on to that because now. I guess you may have seen it when you was a sales director, and, and now as as a business owner. Like, what what common habits do you see that prevent people taking it to the next level? Is it the mindset that is the biggest preventer of people getting them to the to the next level? Like, is there any common things that you've seen that? It's purely mindset,
1: really. So, <clears throat> the skill level of a good recruiter compared to a superstar, you know, sort of levels we talked about. Yeah, yeah. The the skill level is marginal. Yeah, you know, good recruiters. Know how to do sales calls. Good recruiters know how to talk to candidates. They know how to get leads. They know how to get referrals. There's a difference why someone does 350. And there's a difference why someone hits 900. Yeah. You know, or even, even, you know, seven figures. Yeah. There's a difference. And it's not, it's not the technical skills of that recruiter. It's how they think. Mm. It's, it's. It's, it's something different, which you I don't believe you can teach it either. Really, uh, I was, was going to say, did you ever have, like
0: have a mentor or anything like that? Because like, what if there's no one around? What if there's no one in your four walls that
1: has that? Or like, do, do you know what I mean? I can I can you know I can um, I can tell someone all day long. Of course. It's your mindset. You've got to change your mindset. And I've I, I can show people some some things that have really helped me and my yeah. mindset and changed my life. Yeah. You know, financially and personally. Yeah. Um I can you can say it all day long. But unless you do it, um yeah, you're never part, gonna you're never gonna see a difference. Yeah, yeah. As soon as they do it, you see a massive increase. Yeah, we yeah. had <clears throat> we had someone at Focus Cloud last year, they did uh, they did very, very well um, and I kept on saying to them, you know, like how you feel about yourself and how you hold yourself is really important. Oh yeah. So if you feel like a bag of shit, yeah, yeah, and perhaps you look like a bag of shit, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, um, then you need to change that, that yeah, because then your your call is going to be more confident. Um, so I was saying to this guy, when you go to the gym, yeah, get yourself in the gym. Yeah, it even got to the point where I mean.
0: And that's not like, a lot. Go on. I really believe in that, and I think a lot of people could say that in a way of like, oh yeah, just goes to the gym, like watch, just to look, like look better and all that. But it's so much more than that. No,
1: no, you don't. You yeah. know, the it's... gym does have has no effect on you for six months. So you will look in the mirror and you'll go, it's not working. Yeah, actually, it is. Yeah, because you've looked in the mirror, so yeah. your mind is saying, "Is am I changing?" You know. So before you didn't look in the mirror. Yeah. You didn't yeah. want to look. Right? No, I like that. So but yeah, go on. Uh, what was you going to say? So getting you know getting into running it doesn't need to be the gym it needs to, it needs to be something else yeah and making them feel better about themselves and only then when you're in that space yeah only then can you change your mindset yeah. to to become something which you know you want to be yeah i love but that you just can't be bothered to do it yeah or you don't that. know how to do it i love that i think difference of sorry yeah. um difference of 300 percent for us really yeah we have a. Uh, we have a guy, yeah, who who did what he did yeah. in his first year. We won't ma- mention him yeah, his, yeah, but yeah. if he's listening, he knows who he is, <laughs> and he's done so well. I'm yeah. so proud of him, um, and he's changed his life, and he's changed his life because he 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 listened. He knew what was being told to him, and he and he and he took it on board, and he and he you know he started exercising. He started doing X, Y, and Z, yeah, um, and a difference of three hundred percent. Really? That's crazy. You say your, your, your technical skills haven't changed. Yeah. You're saying the same thing, but you're not because you're saying it in a different way. Yeah. With more yeah, power. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And the clients are more bought into you. They're like, yeah, this guy can really help. 300% difference. That's class. £650,000 biller now.
0: Mm. Uh, that's, I love that. I think, um, yeah, not enough people talk about that, I think, in recruitment. It's important. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. And I love the fact that you cultivated that and continue to try and keep them accountable and keep planting those seeds and I think just to add that my personal experience like that that was the biggest I think I was maybe 22 I think and um, I just had like just an epiphany in my life as to like Hisham like if you invest in you yourself that, that is that is the only thing that you have and like if you start because start, before I used to be in that victim mindset and like I used to think happen, things happen to me and all that yeah. and then when you have that mindset shift of no hang on a minute like I, if I invest everything that I can into myself and me being the best person I can be and trying to be better than yesterday that will have an effect in all areas of your life Yeah. and um, yeah I, love that. I think
1: accountability and, and responsibility as well Yeah. you know like We've all had those <coughs> we've all had those placements that are falling out for for whatever reason. Yeah. And it would be very easy for someone to turn around and go, well, oh, it was not my fault. Yes. I didn't do anything wrong. Exactly. actually you did. Yes. Because if you'd had done this correctly, this placement would not have fallen out. Yeah. And sometimes you can't even pinpoint which part you did wrong. It it could be that actually you shouldn't even have gauged in, in with the yeah, candidate because yeah, yeah. wasn't they wasn't, it wasn't really right looking from day one, yeah. they wasn't really looking in the first place. Yeah. Um and that's what you did wrong. Yeah. That's why it's not a deal, and that's why your clients upset. Yeah. They haven't got the person. So it's about um, it's about learning to take responsibility for everything you do. If you're late in the morning, it's your fault. Yes. Don't blame the trains. Yeah, yeah. because Man, I love it. <laughs> you know, like yeah. don't blame the trains because yeah, you were the one who left at yeah. late. And you know that there's issues on the train, so leave earlier.
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. And I think if you have people in the office who are blamers and who are, have a victim mindset, like just put them on mute. Yeah. Because like it, it is infectious. And I had a lot of that in my old office where if things fell out, or whatever, they'd point the finger straight away. And what I had to learn was like, hang on a minute. The first thing I say is, did I do everything that I possibly could have to to make to make that happen, or what? Do you know what I mean? It's that responsibility piece. Yeah. Um. So I love that. Love Good, that, mate. Um, so, look, a question I always ask. Actually, very quickly. Actually, I'm not sure if uh, Sean have asked you, but um, what what are you excited about, mate? What's uh, what's going on in your world? Before I ask you the the last question, so obviously excited about your, about your people being 300 percent better than
1: last year. But yeah. what, what, what
0: are you excited about as yeah. a business,
1: mate? What's going on? Do you know? Do you know? Do you know what I'm excited about at the moment? i um, I'm excited about the transition that we're on. <clears throat> I'm excited about the personal development journey that yeah. I'm on as well yeah. and and the people who work at Focus Cloud, I'm excited to see the, the the personal development program that they're on as well. Love that. Seeing people like, seeing people who, who, who last year and the year before were X and now they're Y and you can see the difference. Yeah, that must you know? be really powerful for you. It's like, you know, recruitment, I've always got this buzz about recruitment and I don't care whether, you know, if this this candidate gets the job yeah. at the one where I sent yeah. the CV and just said, "Don't worry about the fee," we'll, I'll even. Do you know what? I will even manage the interview process. For them. <laughs> I will. I will. I'll do it. I will. I will manage the interview process for them. Yeah. I'll set up the interviews. I'll make sure she's prepped. I'll do the debrief, and then she'll get the job, and I won't charge them. <laughs> All right. I will get excited. <laughs> I will still run the deal, right? But I'll run it at zero. Yeah, I love that. You know, and it yeah. will come up in Cube. Yeah. Cube 19, you owe me a discount, by <laughs> the right. way. Um, you know, I'll run it on Cube yeah, 19, yeah. and that will motivate me because that is what the customer wanted. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about the future that we've got as a business. I'm excited about the market. I'm, um, I'm excited about the customers as well. I love that. Um, the customers are great. We've got, we've got such a loyal base of customers and great customers and fantastic brands. You know, when when I go and see some of our customers to hear the things that they're doing and innov- innovating and things like that, it's just great. Yeah, I love and, that. And the product that we do, the product that we specialize in is the things that, that Workday are, are are doing with HR technology and financial technology, it, it just blows your mind. They, they have, and I'm, I'm going to plug Workday here, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, they have, they have a tool which, um, which sets up um, a reporting function which is going to show you which ones of your top performers are more likely to leave their jobs in the next six, six months based on a number of different factors. Jesus Christ. Um, that Art- some, artificial intelligence it's right mental, that. it's it's like it's crazy and we are lucky enough to recruit in that be involved center. with that yeah
0: that's exciting mate so um, look thank you um, the question I always ask is if if uh, you could communicate to every recruiter out there they'd listen they'd take on Lloyd's advice it could be a word a phrase a sentence whatever um, what would you say what springs to mind
1: one word of advice for all anything reprisons?
0: yeah just like for, yeah, any recruits out there? Come and what? join Focus Cloud. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm yeah. always interested to meet good people. No, what, what would you say? <laughs> There's no fee in it for you, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I would say keep focused, yeah. and that's not a plug. No, go on, um, elaborate. Keep focused. Yeah, you know, so don't concentrate on anything that does not take you to your goals. Love that. Focus, focus.
0: I think. No, I think that's really valuable. Um, mate it's been a pleasure having fun I got this done Anytime. thanks a <laughs> lot mate <laughs> was that
1: worth the wait <laughs>